The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's morning sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Wednesday. It is 545. This is the morning sickness. My name's John Holmberg. Hi, there's Brady Bogan, Brett Fessley, Big Dick Toledo, off and running. Uh, and ready to go halfway through the week already. That's a good thing. We'll start this thing off beautifully. And now you start feeling good about your three-day weekend. That's the benefit of the three-day weekend. The next week blows by. And I'm just uh, sitting here waiting. I mean, we're all kind of, all all us real men are sitting here just waiting for uh, tomorrow and Sunday. I mean, it's it's here. We're, we're this close. And it's like, all right, everything that we sit and try to pretend we enjoy our wives, our families, things like that. We, we can finally ignore them and start getting what we really care about, which is football. It's football Eve's day. Oh. Got some last-minute shopping this, to do. Yeah, this, it's December 23rd, man. It's the, it, we're right there. And there's nothing. Like last night, I was watching goddamn tennis. I don't want to say, although I will say, Nick Kyrgios is pretty fun to watch because oh, man. he lost his mind last night after he lost. That was pretty funny because uh, – this guy's nuts. Like it's, it's a powder keg every match, and that's what makes it fun. Like the, a tennis menace. Nobody's watching tennis without a dude that does this. You should have seen him. He he lost. He just took every racket he has and smashed it into the ground until it broke. And then he started hitting balls, and he smashed another racket into the ground until it broke. And it's like the other guy said, this this Russian is out there just waving to the crowd, like, "All right, well, I got through that one." And the, right behind him, this dude is nuclear. He's gone crazy, and I'm like, now that. Is entertainment. It starts off like a robot. Oh, yeah. Like McEnroe style, just flipping out. Yeah, times ten. Wow. Yeah. yeah, McEnroe would lose his mind about tennis. Right. This guy just Usually loses on his a, mind. Uh, oh, yeah. man. Yeah, Any lo- little thing could yeah. trigger him. He, I might start watching tennis. Uh, when he, when he, he's fun to watch. First of all, he's great. Uh, second, they're trying to make him a star because he looks good. He's a good-looking guy. So it's like, all right, we can make him the face of tennis. And then they put him on the TV, and every time he's on the main screen, which is ready to go... I watched him at Wimbledon stop the whole thing because a drunk lady was behind him. He said, can't do this. She's right. driving me mad. <laughs> Shut this cow up. And it's like, oh, my God. Did he just do that? F-bombs flying. Oh, nice. Stop. And it's like, and he told the yeah, he told the, the whole Wimbledon television audience and that there was a cow that wouldn't shut up behind him. And, uh, and he'll hit, they, he'll like, hit shots. But the best thing was never the, seen before. the judge just goes, uh, um, which one is it? Oh, come on, mate. I think we both know. And he points over, and there's a big lady there, and she's drunk. He's like, come on. Which guy is this again? I got a Nick Kyrgios. He's got a, a Greek name. He's from Australia. But the dude, I mean, the, the clips are everywhere now. And it's the best thing that can happen to tennis. The and best. he should have rolled this guy. I mean, he well was favored, but 
actually take it. But Macker goes, he's by far the better player. Yeah. But it all depends on how yeah. the mental. You said he's by far. I thought you were going to say he's bipolar, which is the problem. <laughs> yeah, the that's guy the is, problem. That's the issue is that maybe he is the best tennis player out there because he can beat the best of the best. If he can keep it together. But he can't. He can't. And that's what's great for us. The only time it's entertaining is when a dude goes nuts like this. So uh, that that was kind of fun to watch. But it's still, you know, forcing myself to watch tennis. My baseball season ended a long time ago. Dimebacks are kind of fun to watch, but we're in the doldrums of baseball. Now we get into the race in a couple of weeks and pay attention. And then if you're a baseball fan, the playoffs are a month and a half. So you got yeah. that coming up. That's going to be football. It's football. Every game counts. Every weekend's a thing. There's drinking. There's pizza. There's wings. There's food. There's Eric's Family Barbecue this Sunday. <laughs> I got an email from a guy yesterday. Very nice man, I think. I don't know. It could be nuts, too. It could be a Nick Kyrgios, too. But he basically, uh, uh, his name is Steve. I'm, I'm calling out Steve Greenemeyer. Um, he fires off this one to me. He says, uh, dear John. Oh, it says, I'm, I'm a uh, long-winded guy who's written to you about Eric's Family Barbecue. I love the place. I've been a huge Cleveland Browns fan my whole life, and I'm not thrilled at all about the choices that my team has made in the past year. That said, I want to put my Browns jersey down for good and put on a Steelers jersey just to get a taste of that Eric's barbecue at your house this Sunday. (laughs) It's good enough to flip a fan for sure. Now, he's saying that Eric's family barbecue is enough for him to abandon loyalties to football team, and that's good barbecue. So that's right, my friend. You have officially possibly flipped a Browns fan to a Steelers fan just for some of that delicious Eric's family barbecue. And I won't use your bathroom. I've heard how you feel about weird fans. Uh, But I would catch uh, tons of crap from my family for switching teams. Just saying, a huge victory for the Steelers to have a Browns fan flip to Pittsburgh. Love the show, Steve. I once met Brett at Canes and showed him my classic Mustang. He'll tell you I'm very cool. So he's asking for you to vouch for him. You remember Flash, guy? I remember him. Yeah, okay. yeah, actually, I did. Seemed like a decent guy. He seemed good. Yeah. First things first. Don't invite yourself to people's houses. That's fine, Steve. I, I understand your your method of madness here. It kind of had to come. He's with going the, for it. Came with the territory, so it's it's. Uh, I've gotten worse emails from people. Just invite me over. I'm a big fa- Steeler fan. I'm a fan. I want to come to your house. I'm like right there. I, that's the creepiest thing anybody could ever email anyone. Uh, now I know what it's like to be a hot girl. I'm coming over. Here's a dick pic. <laughs> I got a dick pic from a strange guy. I just thought I'd want it. Second, if you want to make the switch from Cleveland to Pittsburgh, you have to know that there's an H at the end of Pittsburgh. You can't go sending this email off with misspelled Pittsburgh saying you're ready to make that swap around. I I take this very seriously. I also can't have some double agent sitting in my house, some former Cleveland Browns fan bringing all that loser mojo into my pad and sitting there in the Steelers gear pretending to be a Steelers fan for food or just yeah, for the you Oscar know, the Meyer Wiener Mobile turns up and My flips. God, man, stop trying to say it. You're going to hurt yourself. There we go. It's <laughs> two days in a row, Brett. Get a bag of ice real quick and put it on the back of his neck. Yeah, you can't have this. The Cleveland Browns fans are notoriously uh, deadbeat losers. Now, you can. I, I'm not going to invite him over because I don't know him yet. But, like, I've had Brady's uh, nephew Charlie is a Browns fan and another friend of mine who's a Browns fan over during the Steelers and Browns games. Yeah, I've been there. Me and uh, Wilson have been there for, Bears, been there for yes. Bears, yeah. And that's fine. And then I got really drunk one year of right. the Bears thing. It was really fun. Uh, but, yeah. A lot of mini crew over. And Brady's had uh, the Bengals. Uh, he's popped by here and there. 
for Bengals. When the opposing team, a player or a, someone I know can come by, but I can't have strangers in double agent gear popping into my place. It's just the mojo. Browns fans don't understand this because they've never had the mojo. They've never understood what it's like to have winning seasons. So they just show up to things and they don't have like, you know, I, I feel like if my shoes are, I have to change shoes every once in a while. I'm feeling like maybe I'm, I'm the reason why that last drive went so poorly. Superstitious. You got superstitions. Yeah. You got all sorts of stuff. When you win, you feel like, you know, everything should go right when you're used to losing. You bring that loser Charlie Brown mentality in. Charlie Brown. <laughs> Browns. You're all related. There's a whole black cloud over you. So I told Steve yesterday in no uncertain terms that he has to at least have a year of Steeler fandom under his belt uh, on his own. And he has to prove that. Like he has to, if he wants to email me on Mondays and say, man, and Najee Harris sure had a great run, but uh, if, you know, if, if uh, Dan Moore can't block better, I, I need to know that you're paying attention to this team, that your heart and soul is sunk in. Otherwise, I'm not interested in you popping by. I've kicked people out of my house for, for being partial fans. That one girl that came by in that Cardinal shirt because uh, my friend Doug drug her over. That figures. Uh, yeah, because Doug, Doug had his wife, yeah. and then this girl came with him. And she's in a Cardinal shirt, and I'm like, hey, anybody in this place has to wear a Steelers shirt. Can't stay. Otherwise, I got tons of them. Go over to the rack and grab a jersey. I don't wear a Steelers shirt. That's my favorite time. I'm like, I don't know who you are. You're not even invited. I'm just being nice to have you here. Put the gear on. I'm not putting a shirt on. I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to – then you have to go because I didn't like her anyway. <laughs> she had huge cans, but she was oh. – the rest of her was starting to fade. Oh. Ten years ago, it would have been great. Oh, all right. <laughs> and so, yeah, I told her. I'm like, you got to get out of here. I'm not going anywhere. Like, yeah, you're going to go somewhere. It's my birthday. I didn't even know I was coming here. I, I'm like, okay. Well, for your birthday, I'm about to call you an Uber, and uh, you're about to go home. Oh, my God. I can't Send wait. you the Chuck E. Cheese. And then she goes, <laughs> nobody talks to me like that. And I'm like, hey, bitch, you're Just in did. my house. I'll talk to you however I want. And right now, I'm telling you, get out or play along. So she goes to try to sit over on the Steelers side of the bar at my place. And I'm like, oh, no, no, no. You don't participate. You sit by yourself over on the sunny side, the heat. And she sat alone on the other side. And then she started mouthing off about how she knows more about football than anybody in there. There we go. Here we go. And then my the classic line, my friend Skip Catero's dad, mid-70s, eight feet tall, 490,000-pound man. At least. And uh, he goes, well, because she was sitting behind a big bowl of chips. He goes, at least move her those chips out of the way so I can take a look at her one more time before John kicks her out. And then she, yeah, she was telling people, I know more about football than anybody here. And I'm like, all right, diagnose this play right here. What's coming? What are you talking about? Well, it's a sweep. It's a jet sweep, I believe, is what's about to happen here. I can tell because I watch this team every week. The guy's about to go in motion. If he doesn't go in motion, it's a, it's a bootleg. And she just told her. And I'm like, all right, that's enough. You just shut your mouth. You don't know what you're talking about. And then she came over and finally apologized later. Never put the shirt on. But it was rough. I've kicked people out. Just took a half. Yeah, I've kicked people out. But the worst part was is Doug and his wife just let her sit there and get abused. So you're, like, you're leaving. It's like your ch- your child's acting up at a restaurant. Right. Yeah, you t- yeah, you, you got to go. We got to go, honey. You brought an asshole to somebody else's house, and you realize midway through, oh, my God, my, my responsibility is being a complete dick. Well, let's go. We'll wrangle that thing up and go, it's my birthday. I didn't, I'm not even supposed to be here. I'm like, let me do you a favor then. I don't care. It's your birthday. Doug didn't handle this, huh? No. Just let it happen. It's your birthday. That's one more year of you aging out of looking good. Pig. <laughs> well, I'm still mad at her, and that was like 10 years ago. But yeah, so if you want to pop by somebody's, 
established football parties, you can't just go dragging ass in there first time in it, steal the food, pretend to be a, a Steelers fan for a day. When you're a brownie, you can't do it. I mean, you just can't. Cardinal fans have had a tough enough go as it is just being Cardinals fans. You imagine some guy is like, I don't want to be a Niner fan anymore. I'm just going to switch gear and start eating your food. I don't trust that. Not even a little bit. I'm going to start kicking into football mode, though. It's here. I got my the all week long is Steelers uh, shirts and gear, jerseys on Friday. Game day every day. Game day. And the craziest part is, Brett, that in this room, Seahawks for Toledo, Bears for you, yeah. uh, Steelers for me, Bungles for Brady. Brady's team is far and away the favorite to be the best in, and that's never like 100%. that's topsy turvy crazy to think that the Bengals are the that, that's the lock of the, the you know if you're gonna have a team you're running with there's the one the other the, all the other teams are questionable at, like not really yours, no, yours not is gonna suck yeah. the Seahawks are gonna suck the Steelers are like I don't know we'll see I think they'll be okay not gonna be great if they are that would be a shocker they. We'll see. But the Bengals are the team that you're like, all right, that's a well-established. They went to the Super Bowl last year. Can they, can they, can can they, they double do down? Two or, years, yeah. yeah. With that quarterback, I think they can. The rest of the team, they got a little better. We're in football mode. Like, you wouldn't want some st- – actually, the Bengals fans would. Browns fans would, and that's why you think that way. If a Steeler fan said, I'm going to take my Steelers shirt off and start wearing Bengals gear, you'd be like, all right, we got one. Like, you'd reel them in. Yeah. Steelers fans, I don't want a bungle or a – Browns fan making a swap a It's a stick with your team. Yeah, stick with your team. Good, bad, or otherwise. Although I will say Eric's family barbecue is pretty good. If that elote popped in, I might toss on a, a Brown Raiders jersey. jersey. Oh God, no! <laughs> You're right. No, that's, try it for a game. That's, shol- that's shoulder and back rape. I won't even buy shoes that are black and purple. I remember I sent you a picture of those Jordans. You're like, can't do it. Colors. Ravens, Ravens like, oh, colors. That's right. Yeah, you sent me a cool pair. I'm yeah. like, those are neat, but they're Ravens colors. And when the Suns were going good and last year and I'm buying Suns-colored shoes, well, that sounded bad. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Who'd you buy on, them off of? <laughs> oh. No, no. I just, I just shot the guy and took them. They were, uh, when I got, when they arrived, I realized, oh, no, because they were white and purple. And I'm like, I've made a mistake here. Because when this isn't basketball friendly, suddenly this is Ravens stuff. So the only NBA season shoes they are, are only at the H and H Ranch apartment for Suns nights. So I got that. I'm just trying. To, I'm, look, I'm killing time until football starts. That's it. I've got literally just again, like I said, we've been we've been faking it since February with this whole uh, love you honey and uh, let's play with the kids and uh, nobody likes what's going on this week hey I hate to break it to you ladies and children uh, <laughs> your dads don't love you as much as they love football i mean when, when you that's why women hate football or have for so many years is they see what true love looks like on sunday starting in september they see what <laughs> they want from you when you're cheering for your team it's like why isn't you that way with me because we don't have that feel, we don't feel that way for you. We, we can't. It's impossible to have that feeling. And and without, and you wouldn't like us if we were some mamby pamby antiquing guy on Sundays. Like you see that we have it in there, which makes you more attracted to us. Because then it's your job to try to mine that love that we have for the Steelers or for our team for you. And just it's impossible. We can't. It's a different love. It's a different. It's a more stable. It's just better. <laughs> it just is. Ask any guy deep down. When you're talking to men for real, it's like, what would you? What, if your wife told you it's me or the Bengals or Ohio State for you, 
It's me or Ohio State. No more Ohio State at all. It's me or Ohio State. Your first thought is probably like, how dare she take away something I love? God bless you. <laughs> Have a great life. <laughs> nice knowing you. But, it, but think about yeah. it. Like your first thought is, I love Ohio State. How is she, why is she doing this to me? You don't think, well, I love I her. I have to abandon her. Yeah, exactly. But you're really thinking. She's trying to take away something I love. And you're not talking about her. But we have two friends that have had that happen to Absolutely. them, too. Absolutely. And we've watched them. Mm-hmm. We've mourned them. Rumble. They, they're dead. Mm-hmm. They're dead now. They're no longer human beings. Have you spoken to – I have. One, I have one of my friends that had to abandon his sports love is now divorced. Shocker. Good. And, uh, yeah, he, he was half a shell of a man after uh, – he was. I can't watch Steelers anymore. She wants to – she wants me to, and out loud said she wants me to prove she loves me or that I love her as much as I do football. Like football can't matter more than her. So he just stopped going to, like, he thought he was doing the right thing. He was young. He thought he was doing the right thing because he's like, I do spend too much time focused on this. And she took it away from him and he became this half a man. She'd it's, take him to sports bars and say, I want you to look at me the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> just stand sorry, outside just the sports bar. <laughs> Can you put the WDMBA yeah. on that we, one? Right we're there? not going in. We're going to watch Bridgerton. Oh, no. <laughs> Has he recovered? No. Still. Never, never oh, really. Man. I don't think he can be the same. I think he can't come back, huh? It's that bad relationship thing. It just, it's, it's taken away. Th- he can't find the love for anything anymore. She swiped his love meter. You were on meth for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're trying to reintroduce yourself to society, and it's just like I had a drug problem. But again, when a wife says to you, it's either your favorite football team or me, the one thing you think about loving and losing isn't her. It's fact. <laughs> Am I wrong? No. If Medea said that to you, you'd be like, but I love the Bears. Like, yeah. she wouldn't say, but I love you. You can't leave. You wouldn't say that. You'd be like, you can go. How dare you say that about my true love? They it's were here a- before you. Yeah. They're going to be here after exactly. you. <laughs> and that's what pisses them off is that there's our loyalty. There's our, uh, you know, they see that like, my God. You won't even wear. So if I was in an accident? Oh, yeah. If you were in an accident. If the Steelers were in an accident, I'd I'd kill myself. (laughs) I won't even wear Ravens colored shoes. Again, that sounds really bad. I won't even wear those. Uh, You know, but I'll stare at some asses. You know? (laughs) There's a certain amount of loyalty that disappears. It's terrifying. It's a horrible thing a man has. It's a, it's a curse and a blessing. I mean, I'm not proud of it to a certain degree. I know it's silly, but it's passion, man. Rex has a new tagline for Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric's Family Barbecue, so good it'll make you cheat on your true love. <laughs> Football. That's true. <laughs> it'll be in their you, next spot. That's exactly right. Yeah, I don't need some weird Browns turncoat rolling in, recognizing that at any given time he'll give up. For a decent meal, he'll give up his loyalties. You never had passion in the first place. You chose Browns. You chose poorly. <laughs> but you chose Browns years ago, and you gotta you got to dive in and stay in. Or you just got to quit liking football. You can't switch teams. I still struggle with the people who I remember growing up with playing baseball and stuff. and Like, we were all had our different teams. There's no pro teams here in Phoenix. So kids were like, I'm a Cubs fan. My buddy's a Giants fan. I played baseball with a, my buddy Mike uh, Burkhart was a Dodgers fan. And we all had these things. And then the Diamondbacks rolled in. And all of a sudden, that's all gone. They're Diamondback fans. I get to support the local team. And I'm like, why? Like, you let your kids support the local team. That's theirs. Yours is like, isn't it entrenched? Dodger blue? Like, you don't stop bleeding that. And also, I still support them. I'm like, nope, I don't, I don't respect that. It's one, it's, that's it. You're all in or you're all out. 
Doug Hopkins, my buddy Doug Hopkins, and I don't blame him for this one too much. He's a Jets fan. Poor bastard. Man. And he's got, God, I had a bad. He's got jet stuff all over his house. You should see the – he's got some memorabilia. He's got a cool room of just like a cave of jet stuff. And I'm like, it's kind of – but he's got the sack exchange, Klecko. An Abdul Salam yeah, jersey? Got, he does. He's got Marty Lyons, wow. Salam. He's got uh, – uh, Klecko. Klecko and, um, yeah, Gastineau. He's got the whole sa- – the sack exchange is everywhere in there. And I, well, that's because the last time they were relevant was 1979. So I'm like, that's cool, though. I'm like, where's your Richard Todd? But he's also, I think he's also got a, uh, a, Mo, a Mo Lewis, the guy that knocked out Bledsoe and started Tom Brady's career. Uh, <laughs> it's basically a guy who broke uh, Bledsoe. But he's got a great room. But occasionally he'll bring up the Cardinals. I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, what do you, no, 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 you know, no happiness for the Cardinals. None of that. He's a Yankees fan. He, and, and the other day he's arguing with him, the Diamondbacks will win the World Series in three years. I'm like, what do you care? You're a Yankees fan. Well, I still support the team. Ah, I got no respect for that. The Diamondbacks are your side piece. Yeah, I mean, if they're Keep if they're quiet. playing, your team's not involved in it's a World Series. Okay, then you pull for you them. You can That's pull fine. for yeah. them, but you're not going to go crazy. Don't wear the gear. It's, don't you know? It's here, man. It's it's here. It's just it's upon us. And, and what a game but, this weekend, right here at uh, in Glendale. The Chiefs coming to town to see if the Cardinals are anything. I mean, instant test, huge, like for both of them, really, yep. because the Chiefs have some question marks now that Tyreek Hill's gone, and did they change anything? Andy Reid never loses in September, so I mean, it's yeah, there's there's a lot going on. It's just so great to have it, and here we sit trying to finally the ESPN will have to knock this nonsense with WNBA basketball being a sport that you do highlights for right off. That they did a whole thing last night about Sue Bird, and I'm like, oh god, they are killing time. Nothing about this, and trust me, they don't care because come Monday, you're not going to hear a word about the WNBA. No one was watching that. There are fantasy drafts going That's on. That's true. Yeah, the drafts going I'm not on. even being a smartass, but is that still going on? Are the playoffs still going yeah. on? Yep. Is it? Yeah. See, I really had no idea. Nobody knows. <laughs> Brent, nobody cares about that thing. There's a game this morning at 10 a.m. Yeah, they got one. <laughs> no. I think it's the championship starts at 9.30. <laughs> they got to get it out of the way. The, the arena has uh, Duran Duran tonight. That is tonight, isn't it? Yeah. Are yep. you going to go? No. Oh, you're not? I don't know. Tickets were through the roof. I know. I might last minute grab one. I'm curious about Duran Duran. Never seen him. You forget it's, they've got 35 hits. Yeah. I mean, one of Ronnie's ton. favorite, but is she, it? she end up can't she can't go now. Yeah. Yeah, I'm about, I'm, my buddy Brian Rendall wants to hit that thing. We went to Corey Feldman together, and we were going to wear our Feldman gear and wander into Duran Duran and make it a full month of... But I think Duran Duran is actually, they're pretty, they're, that's a really good band, actually, oh, yeah. of uh, pop music. That's instrument-based pop music. It isn't auto-tuned, and they, they actually play their stuff. So I think, I don't know, I'll go 50-50 on that. I'll, maybe. Maybe I go. Maybe not. Because <laughs> I could just be sitting there twiddling my thumbs waiting for Sunday. Can't wait. Football's upon. Other than that. I don't like. I'm at that point now where the NFL season's about to start. I don't care about anything else going on in the world. Like I have zero. Like people will be like, "You watch House of Dragons?" No. You seen this? No. I have no interest in anything because I'm not going to get involved in anything other than football. It's just uh, my my body is buzzing. I feel bad for you, Brett. I don't know what you do when your team sucks this often. 
I mean, it's, it's, it's still football. You're, so you're you just going in with you still go controlled for it. expectations, right. at least. Yeah. yeah, I'm not. Yeah, exactly. I'm kind of like, eh, it is what it is. Yeah. I'm still gonna have fun watching. I mean, Brady's kind got of. Ohio State, which sort of counts for football. But I mean, the pros. You've had many, many disappointing seasons as a Bengals fan. And then your other alternative, when you when you're a turncoat, is to go when the Browns are okay. You kind of lean their way. Because you're an Ohio, Ohio person. Thing. Oh, wait, wait a minute. Yeah. You switch to the Browns? He turncoats. Mm, I yeah. don't switch the Browns. But but if the Bengals are really bad and the Browns are playing better, he starts wearing Browns. If the Browns are agree playing with someone, I'll play Look, for the Browns. No, it's nah. not. I, I, it's, because that's like him being a Cubs fan. I mean, they're bad right now. Right. He's not pulling for the White Sox. You know, and I'm, I, I don't do the same point. thing. When they were in the World Series, I was pulling for Cleveland. I'm actually I mean, really happy the White Sox aren't as good as people thought they were going to be. Right. I'm like, I'm kind of thrilled. Like, I'm, I'm, they're yeah. quality Of course, I'm, as you should be. Yeah. Yeah. The, if the Cubs suck, I don't want Chicago to be owned by that, uh, you know, gang. <laughs> that miserable mess. So, yeah, I'm not. I'm not swapping out no. parts. That's like U of A and ASU to me. It's like you're, if you're an ASU fan and they're down and U of A's playing, well, you're not going to root for U of A just because you're in the state. But Ohio's different. You guys are weirdos. You support it is. Everything. You just feel bad for Cleveland. Yeah. You know, it started laughing the show, getting ripped on. And <laughs> that was way before that. Stuff. It sucked I from know. the beginning. <laughs> yeah. And if laughing was the first one, they were just the loudest. After that, Cleveland, Cleveland's a disaster. Uh, and always will be. But, yeah, Ohio people Ohio people are so blind to what reality is, they still think LeBron's cool. Like, they, they cause he's an Ohio guy. On the sidelines at the Ohio State right. game, but even LeBron isn't Ohio based. Like he couldn't wait to get out of there twice. And he went back to Cleveland a second time. Maybe it's not so bad. Nope, it's as bad as I remember. <laughs> I got to get the hell out of here twice. The guy left for sunny shores of Miami and Los Angeles. You don't want to be in Cleveland. Nobody. Does. I'm coming back to Akron. He's coming back to Akron. Is What's that? A, are you a Bron Bron fan? Ah, uh, no. Oh, okay. Not a fan, but he's no. an Ohio boy. So deep down, you're like happy. When, that he, did when it he was there. in Ohio, when he was in Cleveland, <laughs> right. yeah, okay. like Bron Bron. If he's if he's inside the borders drawn by man of Ohio, is he he's on the sidelines, Ohio there. State game. There's Browning can play with his son someday. <laughs> I like him. Yeah, your dad said that to me once. When I just mentioned him. I love Bron James, Ohio boy. Like he shouted it at me like that matters. So you got to know it. You know Ohio has dicks in it too. What? Oh my God! I can't believe he said such a thing. O-H. Yeah. D-I-C-K. <laughs> <laughs> They're in there. Loads of them. That's the, and he knows it. Deep down, your dad knows. Because he won't cross a freeway and go into the south end of Columbus. He knows where the dicks live. <laughs> He's afraid of them, too. That's a miserable part of Columbus. I've never seen anything like it. Scary. Like, dangerous. Toledo? How are you guys happy about your state? That's like Arizonans going nuts for Greer. <laughs> Dump. Or Tucson, for God's sakes. We've got our own Toledo to deal with. Anyway. What if Greer people are Cardinal fans? Or do they go the other way? They still like Dallas or... I don't know. Never going to go to Greer, never going to find <laughs> out. <laughs> that's, that's for Greer to deal with. Sorry, Greer, if you're listening, but uh, no thanks. We've got a good taco stand. I'm sure you have a great one. We've got plenty of them up here. We're good. Anyway, football's here, and I'm excited. That's all I, all I think about. Tomorrow night. Ugh. Tonight's the last night of nothingness. Last night of nothingness. Until February, Brady. There's like 22 weeks of Pretty good. glory. Finally. Whether your team stinks or not, 22 weeks of the soap opera that is football begins tomorrow. I, don't know, I got nothing. 
All right, let's just all go to sleep. Let's all go to sleep and <laughs> wake up tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, we'll just wake up right before kickoff. Uh, let's get a uh, kickoff song. Let's wake one up here. Uh, 585-9800. That is the phone number. You call us. You tell us what you want to hear, and maybe we'll play it. Maybe we won't. Uh, we, we decide. It's the wake-up song, and now uh, we'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.